Woo! We're live, baby. We're back. Back at it again. Episode three, MMA Uncensored Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Mignon. And ah, uh, man, I can't wait. It's been a, a long, it's only Wednesday, but it feels like it's been a very long week with this quarantine. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. It keeps, I don't know what it is, man. Everybody's on a standstill right now. It's crazy. But uh, that's all right, because while we're quarantining, we're going to be chilling. We're going to be talking MMA. We got some great guests on the show tonight. I'm very excited about it. So, guys, uh, do me a favor, subscribe. Very important. Make sure you subscribe to MMA Uncensored. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube as well. Uh, also, uh, shout out to uh, Bare Knuckle Freak for all your Bare Knuckle news. Uh, you can follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Bare Knuckle Freak. Uh, so, guys, uh, please enjoy the show. And also, of course, follow us at MMA Uncensored. Double underscore, uh, that's going to be on Instagram. And then on Facebook, obviously, it's going to be MMA Uncensored number one. Uh, so please check us out there. Uh, tonight's guest, we got uh, special co-host in the house. Well, as always, uh, Chris LeBio, CEO, MMA Uncensored. What's up, bro? Nice to see you, Big Daddy Joe. Thank you, man. Uh, I am having a midweek hump day beer. It's uh, yes, very well deserved, but a hard week. So yeah, we both had hard weeks, but we're here, buddy. We're here. Uh, that's right, man. Always, bro. We're always pushing forward, and I very wanted to bring up. in, wanted to bring in our uh, special co-host this evening. He was on the show last week, Mister James Krause. We had such a great time. We had to bring him back. What's up, James? What's up, man? What's up, guys? Hey, James. Get situated here. What's up? What's up, brother? Bro, you know, it's just another week of quarantine, man. I'm on week four working from home now, bro. It's crazy. God dang, man. I can't. I can't I'm ready for it to be over with, bro. I'm so sick me of too. this shit. Yeah, man. Me too, bro. You had a good week so far? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I've been doing the same <laughs> shit I've been doing for the last month. I mean, I'm alive. Fuck. Let's go. <laughs> Thank God. No COVID-19, man. We don't need that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. Awesome, man. I wanted to bring up our last week. We had a great time. You know, we had Platinum Mike Perry on. We had yeah. Dr. Bo Hightower. We had a lot of laughs. We had great content that we put out uh, this whole week. So, again, I wanted to thank you for being on. Thank you for coming back, man. It was, uh, it was a blast. So I'm definitely happy to have you back, brother. Yeah, man, it was it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. Mike's a, Mike some, is a character, dog. He's something else. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. He, he's a lot of fun, man. Uh, but today we got... UFC's contender. He got the contract from contender. And I'm really excited to talk to him. Uh, Mr. Philly Fresh, the Fresh Prince, Phil Bro. Phil, what's up, man? Hey, what's the visual? What's good, you guys? What's up? What up, James? What up? What up, Chris? What's How's it good? going, man? Hey, Phil. Chill. I like your hat. I like your hat. Hey, man. That's my hat, actually. I know. Philly I like Fresh. it. Check it out. I, I love oh, it. Oh, custom made. My oh, man. Oh, shit. My man. I like that a lot. Hey, Bob. Hey, Rizzo. So, uh, so Phil, what you what you eating for dinner, man? What's over there? I see pasta. What we got here, man? What we got? What you got? Don't make me hungry oh, now. Oh, oh, damn. Some chicken, some spinach. And some uh, frozen garlic bread, you know? That looks good, man. Wow. Yeah, I'm chilling, I'm chilling. I was running a little behind, so that's why I'm eating, but I'm here, though. I'm here. That's what matters. That's all right, bro. Never late for dinner and not late for a podcast. I like it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Happy to have you. 
So how how you doing, Phil? Like with this whole you know quarantine, I got to ask everybody because everybody's reacting differently to this thing. But how is it in your world? I'm thriving, man. It's weird. Like with minus people dying, this COVID thing has been great. For me. Um, I've been training a lot more. I mean, I train a lot anyway. Um, I've been cutting hair. I've been selling hats. Um, it's crazy, man. Uh. I've been capitalizing on it. Uh, I've been cutting hair for a long time since I was like 12 years old. Okay. I enjoy cutting hair. Um, and I just have a shop in my house because I like cutting hair. So now everyone's barber's closed. Everyone's hitting me up for haircuts. Um, I'm the only one like in my little vicinity that has a gym and a mat in their garage. So um, all my guys from my gym has been coming training. Um, it's been good, man. It's been good. It's been good for me. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I feel like there's uh, a lot more opportunity. Although we're home, there's more opportunity to talk to people, more opportunity to maybe do things that you haven't been able to get done. But that's great. Now, have, what kind of differences have you noticed working out in the gym compared to you know now working out at home and kind of changing things up? Do you feel like you're doing a lot of different things now or pretty much the same? I mean, it's the same, man. And the mm -hmm. Uh, the cool thing is, like, I mean, I keep it small, but it's, like, a small group of guys, and they're, like, really good guys. So, it's, like, I got my coach. I got Adolfo Vieira comes by. Jocko Ray comes by. Right. Julian Bubba. So, it's, like, the 170s, 85ers at my gym, five of us just banging it out. And it's good work, man. It's, like, private training, you know? So, it's, yeah. it's, it's great work. So, I'm not complaining at all. Phil, do you, do you still uh, – do you work? Do you work like a normal job? Um, I used to, not anymore. I used to uh, work for Signature Custom Homes. So like this guy, Pete Zachary, he's like my mentor. He's like my life coach. He's like uh, uncle to me. And um, he took me under his wing. I was a project manager for him. He's uh, probably the best premier custom home builder in Central Florida. So I was managing projects for him. And it gave me the freedom to train and do my thing. But um Ever since the contender, like right before the contender, um, he was like, hey, man, um, I was like, yeah, what I got this week? He's like, training. And ever since then, I just haven't really been back. I've just been locked in 100%. Yeah. Just training, 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 training. So. Good. That's great, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. That's, that's, that's a, that's, a, I mean, I say that, like, I, I work every day still. So I don't like, I work for myself. So it's, you, but know, you, you, you own it. your gym, though, no? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you're hating I, I, this time, actually. Uh, I actually love it. <laughs> I mean, I have other stuff that's doing great right now, so it does. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a. Yeah. It's not like an end all be all for me. So, uh, yeah, I think. I mean, I I, I say that, but I, I work every day. You know what I mean? Like on something. You know, whether it be at the gym. I'm at the gym every day, so I go there. I go there at least uh, at least once a day, and then uh, I do some real estate uh, real estate stuff. You know. Uh, like I have a, I have a flip that's closing next week and then, uh, yeah. And then I have a rental that needs to, and it's getting renovated. It'll be done next week too. So I forget who I, I, I kind of follow. Like, uh, I'm slowly starting to follow more and more, um, UFC people. And like, I got a lot of people that you follow on my, on my friends that's on Instagram and I forget who it was, but somebody tweeted, they were like, or, or, um, wrote in the story something along the lines of like shout out to James Krause like I'm doing it like him and he was doing oh. some type of real estate stuff I was like damn man so 
you must be out there killing. I forget who it was, but he was like, I'm out here like hustling. Like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I've been broke before. I don't ever want to be broke again. Word. I respect that. So yeah. uh, um, for you, for you, Phil, I'm real curious, super curious about how uh, the inside scoop or how you got involved on the Contender Series. How did it go down? Phone calls? Like, what was the, the backstory to that? Um, it's crazy, man. Like, my whole MMA journey is insane. Like, you, I could write a book about it. People wouldn't believe me. But when, once I get to – once I get out there and um, I start um, getting these wins under my belt and people hear more about me, they'll, they'll see. Like, but my story in itself is insane. But um, I was – regionally here like trying to get fights and um people don't realize like a lot of guys will say and i'm the most thorough guy through and through like oh phil you haven't fought anybody you're right uh maybe i haven't fought much tough guys but i fight who they put in front of me so um and regionally it's a weird game of guys not trying to fight certain guys and guys are trying to hold their records intact mm -hmm. so a lot of guys aren't chomping at the bit to fight me anyway so I fight who they put in front of me. So I was in a weird space where I, I had five wins in a row. I, I didn't really have any upcoming bouts. I didn't really have the only guys that wanted to fight me. I'm not going to say no names, but the only guys that wanted to fight me were like old vets from the UFC. But all the regional guys up and coming, they could say what they want. None of these dudes were trying to fight me. None of the guys that were 6-0, and 5-0, oh, and oh, like my record, all 25 and seven type dudes and like yeah vets. and i'm working i'm trying to get to the show you know of course so i was kind of in a weird space i was with mike perry when he fought cowboy so i've, I've been training with mike a really long time um i've known him since 2011 or so and um i was out there with him and my coach was like phil you got to meet this dude will harris and he's like y'all like the same type of dude man y'all gonna hit it off and he was there shooting cowboy and mike and I got there, and as soon as I met Will, I, like, he played basketball. Like, he's just like me. So we hit it off. Next thing you know, weekend ends, um, Mike loses, whatever. He hits me up. He's like, yo, Phil, I want to come out and shoot you. Um, mm -hmm. I want to come to Orlando and shoot you guys, shoot the gym. And I felt weird about it because I'm like, this guy shoots, like, Khabib and, like, the Connor throwing the do dolly in here and the thing that's his footage. Like, he's a big deal, and I'm not, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I felt weird. And I was like, but I, I wanted the opportunity. But in the same note, I was like, I didn't feel worthy of it almost. He's like, mm -hmm. dude, I want to come out there. I want to shoot you guys so I can stay at your crib. I was like, say no more. He came um, and he shot Anatomy of Fusion Excel. So he was, he stayed in my house and he followed me to the gym. And it was sparring day. And it was Jacare, Hadolf, all our guys in there. And that evening he released the first episode. And we were chilling by my pool and I was like still kind of like sulking, like in a weird space. Like, man, I don't know when I'm going to fight or who I'm going to fight. Like I was skeptical about taking certain fights. Mm -hmm. I was getting offered for like either absolute scrubs or monsters. You know what I mean? Like it was weird. Next thing you know, my boy calls me. He's like, hey, Phil, you want to fight um, my he's telling me, hey, Phil, you're on the contender in 11 days. I'm like, oh, OK, sure. And like he was like. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sure. He's like, no, 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 you're, you're on. I was like, sure. Lo and behold, Sean Shelby saw the episode like that evening, hit up my coach, my manager, said, hey, Phil, can Phil fight the main event week nine? This guy's opponent dropped out. I said, say no more. 
Hell yeah. We went out there and then the rest is history. Wow. Yeah, right place dope. at the right time, oh, man. It was, hell, it, was hell, it was hella dope, man. It was wow. That's shout incredible. Out to, shout out to at Will Harris Productions. Dude, I tell, yo, you don't, I give him Let me get too this much. Right. Will praise, Harris Productions. Man. He's like, Phil, it ain't me, bro. He's like, I'm mm. just shooting you, bro. Instagram. He's like, I was like, Will, it's all you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, he flew out here on his dollar. He didn't charge me a penny. That's what's and up. You see the type of money this guy makes? It's retarded. I don't want to put his, his business <laughs> out there, but like, he went He's out to in uh wherever they were, and like the Sheik and all these people, and like, what he made for three days out there, I'm like, bro, this don't make sense. Like, he's uh, he's killing it right now. Killing it. Absolutely yeah. humble guy, though. Amazing, amazing, amazing dude. That's amazing. I love hearing stuff like that, man. Successful people that are humble. The My favorite kind of people, man. What's Zach up, Jusola Zach? says, what's up what's to up, you bro? guys? How's it going, man? So, yeah, man, that's a pretty cool story, man. I, You know, I watched the Contender Series. I watched when you got the contract, you know. Uh, it was, I was excited for you, man, you know, cause this is what you work hard for, you know, and to have Dana White, you know, say your name that you're getting a contract. How, how did that feel for you, man? Um, it was weird, man. Like everybody before I got there, like my fusion Excel, the past, this is like bad, my bad. It's like, it's like backwards. Um, like the past year, our gym was just rocking, like pumping out UFC guys, uh, Hannah Goldie, Mike Davis, uh, Alton Meeks, we had all these guys like getting these big opportunities. So they were all like, Phil, it's so scary. It's so scary. This, this, it's weird. And like they were psyching me out before I got there. And I was doing everything in my power to like relax, like chill, be calm, Phil, be calm, be calm, be calm. And then I felt like I was too calm. And I felt like it was easy almost. Like when I got out there, it wasn't scary. It wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I was just too chill and like I was just it was weird I was on autopilot and I was doing everything in my power to be relaxed and then in the corner my coaches like they weren't even coaching me they're like dude you gotta go Phil like we're here you gotta go now like please fight do something go like if you listen to Julian and my coach Kelly they weren't like Phil keep your hands up or he's like dude you gotta fuck you gotta fight this motherfucker man like let's go please Phil please then finally, the third round, I woke up and, and, and got it done. But um, I kind of let them, the people that got there before me psych me out and tell me it was like hmm. something that it wasn't. And it just ended up being like another fight. It was chills, like sparring. It was, but whatever, man. Dana, um, he, uh, what's funny is I fought like shit, man. And I'm not saying hmm. that. Like, I fought like absolute dog shit. And I, I like that I did in a sense because I, all these guys watch it and they can they can pick and choose from that. I want them to. Right. And Dana was like, man, you were this, you were that. And I'm just like, bro, that was terrible. I know that was terrible. I'm not even just saying that. It was absolutely ass can terrible. <laughs> and it was enough to get the win, you know. So I was happy about that. That was the only thing I was really happy about is that with that shitty performance and <laughs> um, me not showing up, I was still able to win. I was still able to finish. I was still able to get a contract. So I was like, fuck. Whatever. Amazing, man. And uh, Dana White gave you a, a lot of credit, man, the way you fought. He, he really said some nice words about Bro, you. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking weird, man. My boys hit me up the next day. They're like, did you see this? I'm like, it's Dana. He was getting an interview by like Sure Dog and some other guys. And they're like, hey, man, this season, uh, who stands out to you the most? 
and he goes, man, there's, there's 100 fighters, man, 50 fights. It's hard. That's hard to say. But, uh, bro, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I'm not even just saying that, bro. I'm like, dude, I fought <laughs> like shit, man. And I'm like, I, I didn't even fight the dude. The first round, I just sat there. I was, I got beat up. I just didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I got dropped. I got up. I'm circling. Just standing around. Second round, he takes me down. I reverse it. I'm just sitting on top of him. Weird ass fucking. It was weird, man. And then the third <laughs> round, I just beat, beat the shit out of him in like 10 seconds. But I'm like, hey, man, if he sees, I thank God he did. But I'm like, if he thinks that's, I did good, hey, hey it's rocking. Absolutely, man. So what what do you what are you thinking like uh what's gonna be your, your next fight UFC? Dude, and that's and that's another thing, man. You got some news coming? You got Dude, some news for That's another thing. Fucking um and, 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 and side note, man, shout out to James Krause, man. Like I've been around this fight game a long time, man, and I've been these guys in the UFC, like they keep this weird ass facade about them, man. And like there's not many real fighters. And I consider James Krause one of the realest guys in the UFC, man. For him to leave when he was fucking whooping ass to go on the, on on tough, that was huge. I, I don't know who the fuck would do that. Like, he was actively winning in the UFC. He left the UFC to go on the show in hopes of winning the show. Fucking crazy. Jumps up on a two days notice, a day notice, fights this guy at 185. Like, yeah. people talk about all this shit, and they don't do it. And, I, and I'll be the main dude to tell you, man, like, like, Phil, you want to fight that guy? Fuck no, I don't want to fight that dude or that guy or that guy. Hell no, I don't. Um, am I going to show up if my name's on a contract? I'm going to show up and fight anyone. But I'm not that guy that's walking around like, oh, blah, 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 you know, anyone, anytime. And, and this motherfucker is one of those dudes, man. So <laughs> Thank shout you, out man. to James Krause, man. I appreciate that. Thank you very no, much. No doubt, man. No doubt. I appreciate but, that. Um, uh, what, what were you asking me, my man? What were you asking me again? So I was like, like what, like what was that feeling like, like when you were when you were on stage and and uh, you know Dana White saying all this stuff about you, like did you think like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this contract? And then when it happened, like what, what kind of emotions were were running through you when like, holy shit, I just got a contract with the UFC? It's weird. Like when I was in the back, my boy Jamal Pugos went out and he fought this 11 and 0 guy from Brazil, and this dude is good. I don't know what like they were thinking not grabbing him but jamal is a monster he's uh dominic grass training partner like i've seen video of him beating the shit out of like elite level guys and he went out there and destroyed this dude took him down like 15 times jamal's like five and oh and he's six and oh now he or six he lost again six and one or something he's a kid he's like 24 years old mm-hmm. so when i saw it in the back that was the only time i was like Damn, that was right before I went out. I was like, damn, man, like Jamal just beat this dude's ass. Like, he's definitely getting a contract. I got to do something. Then, but that was an age thing, right? No, I think Dana. It, it made no sense. He goes, he's too young. But the, I, I didn't get it. But he said he was no. too young. But then he just stomped the dude that was a, a monster from Brazil, 11 and 0, mm-hmm. all first round finishes, like effortlessly beat this guy and beat the shit out of him for three rounds. Like, mm-hmm terrible so I, I didn't get it so the only time i was a little weary is like before i went out i was like damn man like jamal just beat this dude's ass but after it was weird man like I, I don't know why but when i sat down on that stool there was literally not a fiber in my body that didn't think i was getting picked like it was weird i was super comfortable i wasn't like giggity or super excited i just knew he was gonna pick me i don't know why i did i just mm. so then when he called my name i wasn't like ecstatic or nothing i was like oh yeah yeah let's go 
Wow. Yeah, you seem calm, cool, and collective, bro. I was like, that was cool. But I, I yeah, you know, because uh, when he was when he was saying, you know, the kid's twenty three years old. I don't want to feed him yet to these guys in the UFC. It was, I don't know. I kind of felt, I, I kind of feel like the way you did too. Like I think this guy, you know, I think this kid deserved a a, a shot. But it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. It wasn't for him yet. No. You know, it was for you. It was meant he'll for you, brother. There. He'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. He'll get there for sure. Hey man, if he's anything like me, he'll he'll fight and lose and win and lose and lose again. And like it took me a long time to get there, man. This is not a it's not an easy process. It's not an easy process. James, well, how many years did it, it take you? Uh thirteen seven. Seven years. Seven, mm -hmm. seven years. But man, Whenever, whenever I started, it was different. I, I just come from a different era, man. I've been doing this. It'll be, it'll be 14 years in October. Right. And I just, uh, I have 60, man. So, like, everybody gave me a lot of credit for taking that fight on short notice or whatever. That was the majority of my fights when I started. I have hmm. 67 fights per name, sort of thing. Uh, but that's this how I, that's how we did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was no pro and amateur. It was like, you show up, you're, you're 162, you're one. 87 that's close enough you guys go you know what i mean like that's that's kind of how it was done whenever i started so it really wasn't i just come from a different i think i'm one of the old school guys that's evolved and i don't think very many have uh i, I think i'm one of the last of the like that that old school era you know what i mean that that uh anyway uh it was just a different time for me and like if if you had to i had to win i had to i had eight wins in a row Eight and seven of those eight were finishes, and they still didn't want to give me a shot. So, like, I had to like I had to practically kill somebody in the parking lot to get a shot. You know, what I mean? it was just a different time to where it was like who you knew. Uh, it wasn't really about how good you were, you know, because I was fighting on RFA and Titan on Axis TV. I was I was knocking the shit out of dudes every weekend on there. Like I was fighting every two weeks on there, beating people up, and I just couldn't get any love. And they finally called me, uh, and I I know they didn't think I was gonna win. I mean, look at the. And to answer your uh, talk about what you're talking about, Phil, is the reason why I went on the show was two reasons. One, three reasons. One, to win the money. It was $250,000. Two, yeah. uh, I wanted the exposure. Like, I was I was fighting tough guys. They weren't giving me any – they would – like, look at my first four fights. Stout, Jamie Var uh, Bobby Green, Jamie Varner, Masvidal. Those are my first four fights in the UFC. And I was like, man, they take care of these guys that come off that show. So, like, let me get some love. You know, like, yeah. let me – like fuck, man! Like let me fight. Let me let me pick who I fight. You know these guys are picking me. You know, yeah. like I know Varner handpicked me. Varner, Jamie Varner handpicked me, and uh, that didn't work out well for him. But I know they didn't think that I was gonna beat. I know they didn't think I was gonna beat Style. I know they didn't think mm -hmm. that I was gonna beat Varner. You know what I mean? Like I, I I know that they brought me in to lose those fights, and I you know I just I think I just kept sticking around or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's just a different different era, man. So like for me, it wasn't that big of a deal, and it was a business move. You know, I, I got a I got a great contract out of it. I had them by the balls. I knew where they were at. They had one slot to fill. They had already lost fights, and they were either going to lose a fight on pay per view or lose a fight on ESPN. And I know they don't want to lose one on either no. one. So that, no, that and that's that's a risky move, but yeah. I know it, it paid off. You know, I know it paid off. It paid off really well for me. I'm get, like, I know where my contract is compared to a lot of like the top five guys, and it's right up there. Nice. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, so you, yeah, so it's safe to say you didn't get no Trump money, did you? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't get shit. <laughs> I got so, a shout yeah. from uh Christopher Rothstein. Philippe Rowe started 0 2 as a pro, never gave up on his dream. And I told him he was 0 2, he would make it. And he's there. What up? 
What up? What nice. up, Chris? What up? Yeah, I seen I seen Chris a long time, man. He's a announcer, like in the regional scene in Florida, and and like the the higher up uh, professional scene too. But he's a good dude, really good dude. That's what's up. Uh, Thank yeah, you, Chris. he 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 saw he saw the struggle, man. Like he seen me when I first started, and motherfuckers always tell me, "Man, why do you fight, man? This this this." I'm like, "Man, eh, whatever." Yeah. But I yeah. just I never stopped training. That's the thing. Like since I started yeah. October 15, 2011, I've taken off a week. That was when my wife broke my finger, had me moving tall, and I shattered my finger because I was fucking moving tall. But other than that, <laughs> every day, man, and it's weird, bro. Like, don't ask me how a, a lot people saw it in me before I saw it in myself. And I didn't believe at first I could, I wanted to make it. I wanted to be in a high promotion. I didn't believe I could in myself, but I believed in my work ethic. And I'm like, if I keep working hard, I know good things will happen. But people around me kept seeing it in me. You know, it's like, dude, Jacare Souza, man, like this guy like changed my life. If you think about it, like there's men that I've been with him. He's get four thousand dollars to be at a seminar. You know, I was three and two as a professional hmm. and this guy's flying me around the world and I'm cornering him. Wow. It don't make sense. You know, it didn't make any sense to me. And it feel, feel it's OK, bro. You'll be here, my bro. You'll be here, bro. Like, like Jose Aldo, like the, no. this is Jacare, you know? So like, he'll take me places and like, I see all these dudes and I, and they were looking at me where like, yo, who's this fucking tall black guy with you, man? This is my, this is my brother, man. He's going to be here. He's a good fighter, <laughs> man. He's, and never a doubt in his mind that I would get to where I'm at now, you know? And like, I, I he helped me out immensely, man. Like just invested in me. Um, dude, like I said, he said, Phil, bro, you're going to be here, man. You have to see this. You have to feel the walkout, man. You have to see the crowd, bro. He just takes me with him, man. And I don't know why. Yeah. I still don't know why sometimes. I'm like, bro, fucking, dude, I just crashed my car in my neighborhood two days ago. Someone hit me. My, oh, I my saw car. that Facebook Live, man. Somebody recorded Fuck, you. man. On my street. Ready? No, I called Jacare. Jokingly. Joking, but not joking. I'm like, yo, bro, I crashed my car, man. I was FaceTiming him. I was like, I crashed my car. It sucks. Um, it's gonna get fixed. It's not my fault. Hey, bro, come get my car, man. It's okay, bro. Come, come borrow my car, man. I'm like, nah, Jacker. I was like, I'm gonna get a rental. No, bro, they give you a gay rental piece of crap car, man. You come get my car. I go to Jacker's <laughs> house. He gives me his Audi S5, 2019 Audi S5. Is I'm driving now. Like that's the type of duty. It's just fucking crazy to me. Like absolutely crazy. Granted, he has a 2020 RS5, but he just gives me. His keys. Hey, bro, you whenever, man. You when you get your car, man. You bring your bring my car back, man. I don't care, bro. That's like, what's up? Amazing, dude. Amazing. And I've been blessed to be around people like this a lot of my career. Granted, I, I went through a lot of adversity in my career, but mm -hmm. I never, I never faltered. Like I never quit. I never remotely gave up on myself. As in training and working hard. I always that goes so far, man. That's that's everything, though, right? Just not not quitting. Like not that's going it, away. Man. It's, that's I mean, it. it's the same, same for me. Like I couldn't quit if I wanted to, uh, Forrest Griffin said something that really stuck with me. He said it probably shit, 12, 13 years ago. He said, if you do something every day for, for 10 years straight, you're going to be good at it, whether you want to be or not. Word. Cool. <laughs> and, cool and that's hella true, man. I felt like my gifts, I, I dwindled away my gifts that I was good at basketball and things that I knew I could excel in. And I just played, I was just good. I didn't apply myself. And it fucking passed me by. And this shit was hard from jump. And I just, every day, I just, I'm in it every day. 
that's the way you got to be. It's like it's like anything in life, you know, like you're working hard at something and you're doing it every day. You enjoy it. You're you're going to you're going to outlast everybody else. You know, like it's just how it is. It's just the nature of the beast. You can have like 10 guys, 10 girls lined up and you and eight of them could be super talented. But those other two are the hardest workers in the room. They're going to outlast everybody else. It's just just how it goes. I see the regional scene out here, man. I see all these guys that came up with like great fighters. And I'm like, how the fuck am I? And I and I look, it's because they they don't work hard. And that's that's the only X factor. And like crowds could probably tell you the same thing. Like guys will come in the gym and not by a long shot am I the best, you know, in my gym. Or, you know, I can just immediately I know if he's gonna make it or not. And I didn't yeah. make it, but I just know when guys would be like, man, I, I couldn't get here, man. Like, you know, like it's hard for me to get here. My I'm like, dude, like you're, you're just, you will never make it, you know? Yeah. And like, like feel your heart on this guy. I'm like, it's not that, I just know, like. You just know, that. yeah, 100%. They'll find a way. If it's important, you'll find a way. Period. You know what I mean? If it's important, you'll find a way. And and it's not like these same guys are, they're, these same guys, they're not asking, they're not asking for help. They're not asking for rides or not. You know what I mean? It's like, you're you're 100 right but a lot of that I mean, a lot of that the, the thing that drives me nuts is especially and i see this from a lot of the like a lot of the big gyms that come up is like there's this like sense of self-entitlement that you belong to this this you belong you're attached to a name that that has a high regard so you think you should have that same high regard yeah. man in this sport there's no line like there's no there is no handout you may get the handout but when you got to answer, you got to answer to the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, uh, my dad got me this job or whatever. If your dad gets you this job, he's going to get you fucked up here. You know what I mean? Like, so work. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. He can get you the job, but but the 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 work is shown. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and just like in grade school, right? You got to show your work. So you're going to show your work right here. You know, you're going to show your work right here. There's no lying in this game. It may not come out the first fight. It may not come out the second fight. But the truth will always come out in this game. If you're not putting in the work, you will get exposed. And once you get exposed once, you have to go, you have to do like a massive amount of diligence of to fix those problems or you'll get exposed over and over and over again. And these kids, these sharks, like this motherfucker right here, they'll send you packing. They'll send you on your way. You know what I mean? You got to evolve every day. And if you if there's a hole exposed in your game, you have to fix it. You got to, you can't just keep driving on the flat tire, bro. You got to, you got to yeah. fix it. And, and these guys, the, the kids coming up now are they're sharks, man. And if you're a kid coming up, the vets, they're sharks. They'll, they'll see that. They'll find it. You know what I mean? Like when you're done, I have a rule called, we call it the 501 rule. And then what the 501 rule is, is like, look, man, like when the, when the young athletic kids, they come after me and, you know, they'll bring five minutes to hell at me. You know what I mean? And it's like, like, I get it. Okay, cool. You're fast. You're strong. athletic. But whenever you're settled into the fight, whenever you're done doing all the, the bullshit, whenever you're settled into the fight, you still got 10 more minutes with me. You know what I mean? You still, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the, that's where the vets will get the, that's where the vets will get the young guys, you know, but the young guys are sharks too. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a process that goes back and forth, man, but you got to constantly be evolving every day and, and you got to answer to the game because if you don't answer the game, man, there's no lying here. You'll get exposed, man. You'll get exposed. What's up Dakota, my man. Dakota is in the house. Dakota's a great dude, man. We, we did a uh, bare knuckle fighting championship prediction show last week. Even though there's no pay-per-view, we just did it just for the hell of it. We had a blast, man. Cody's a good dude. He's a yeah, psycho. I, mean, I, I can never do that shit. Man. Fights in, in Florida. Is he from Florida? No, no he's, he's in Nebraska. Iowa. Is he? Nebraska. Oh, is Nebraska? Yeah. I thought he said I Iowa. Feel like, I feel like he, he fought Island Fights region. I'm, I'm not sure. 
He's uh he's been in he's been doing bare knuckle for but he was on he was on Ultimate Fighter. He's been on a ton of dude. He's mm-hmm. he may mm-hmm. be he may be one of the better guys outside of the UFC and and like he he works. I I hope he's listening because I'm talking good about him. But like he works and shit like that, man. If that dude. If that dude really like, if he wanted to be at, at the big show, he he could have been man. Like he, you know what I mean. He he went through some adversity, and I feel like he should have stuck it out just a little bit longer. Uh, he's good though, man. He's really good. He's one of those guys. He's one of those guys that they try to get to like the guy that you're like, oh, they, this guy's gonna be the next big thing. He needs to fight one more good guy, and then he'll make it to the big show. Let's get him to fight Dakota. That's not the motherfucker you want to fight. <laughs> he's not the guy. No, I've seen him not. beat. I've I've seen him it's beat not. so many. I've seen him beat so many guys that were on that. You know, they're like, oh, we need one more good fight. Dakota's, you know, but the, what people don't realize is some of the fights Dakota wasn't even hardly training for, man. Some of the fights he took out of his weight class. Some of the, you know what I mean? Like, it, he's got, and, and that's and that's his problem. That's his fault, you know, that he wasn't 100% ready for it. But the amount of skill that that dude brings to the table, he uh, he's one of the most, I'll say this, he's one of the most undervalued fighters in MMA, in my opinion. Wow. That's big. That's, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Wow. He could compete. He could compete at the UFC level mm. today, no problem. Yeah, I know, and I, I know you that. know because I know dudes that can. I know you know a ton of guys like that. Ton. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. There's. I I just like you said before. I just never quit. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't. I I can't wake up and go work for somebody else. I can't do it, man. Mm. I won't do it. Uh, I'll go broke before I do that shit. And I know. Uh, this is off the code because I know he's doing really well. He's he started his own business. He's doing really well. So he's he's winning. He's winning. It's just in a different uh, venue now. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. And it, it, really, who gives a shit as long as you're you're doing well, right? Like, yeah. who cares if you're fighting or as long as you figure out the way, right? Like that's the that's the idea is is get in here as a professional athlete, get in here, make some money, and then take that money to make more money. Or take the knowledge, or take the the growth and maturity, or whatever you get from this sport from professional. Uh, sports you take that and you go do something else with it that's what that's what for me that's what we should be doing as as fighters we should be trying to make money as fast as we can and take that money to make more money because this won't last long it won't you know it won't last long some of these guys are making there's exceptions there's one percenters you know what i mean but like for me i've never felt like that uh i've never felt like that i'm i have a secure spot i've been in the ufc for seven years now and i was coming off a six fight win streak i still never felt like i had a secure job and you can't count on the other people to pay your bills plain and simple you got that there's right. Guys that, there's something. guys that make that are like one and three in the UFC, make ten and ten, and they you can't tell yep. them none. You know, <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, dude, it's, it's I mean, first of all, when you make ten and ten, really break that down. I mean, you're 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 walking away with 50 percent. Yeah. I mean, after mm. coaches, you know, 20 percent from coaching and managing, and then taxes are going to get you for thirty. Uh, that's fifty right there. You mm. know. Uh, not to mention that you're going to spend more on diet. Uh, well, you know, all that eating right, all that bullshit, driving more to the gym or whatever. Mm. It's going to chew up more than 50%. And that's what people don't get. If you don't use mm. that money and don't get me started, like this is going to be a whole, like, this is something I'm super passionate about. I know guys that are at a high level. I'm talking about, I know specific guys that are like top three, top five that don't have much in their account, man. And they owe hundreds of thousands of dollars in back taxes. Like, these are real things that these guys like. So these guys that if they're fighting at the high level and at the end of a 10-year fighting career where they've made over a million dollars, they don't have shit to show for it, man. And for me, that breaks my heart. It's sad. It's a, it's a problem that that we need to fix as a as a uh, as a group, you know. And, mm-hmm. and and I don't want to talk about the unions or none of that shit. Because but 
that like we need a group, uh, a coalition together to to change that for for fighters. You know, like we gotta we gotta be. I think every fighter should get to their first contract. Like you you've uh, you're have you you don't have a fight in UFC yet though, do you? You just nope. want a contender series. Yeah. Right. So you got to get through that first contract. Start making some real money. You know what I mean? Like get you through your first. And let's just say, like, I always say, like, go two and one. Right. If you go two and one, you're signed at what? 14. Oh, I shouldn't say that shit. The league minimum is 14 and 14 or 12 and 12. It just changed. But so if you're, you're 24,000, that's 48,000. And then you add another 12. We're just assuming you go two and one. That's $60,000 you made from one fight. OK, that's not that's money. You have to have that to live on, especially you're living in Florida. You know what right. I mean? Like you got to <laughs> like. I'm in Kansas City, dude. Like, I, I mean, I bought a house on the freaking lake out here for what you pay for an apartment, probably. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's that's uh, crazy. It's, yeah, it's it, it's a different ball game. But like, you got to get through that first contract, and then when you start making some real money, then you got to start like, where do I put this? That to me, you know what I mean? That's just how you got to do it. And uh, you can't you can't buy the you can't mm. buy the crazy shit with the, your first contract. And I tell these guys mm. that go out and they'll make 12 and 12 10 and 10 for a fight and they'll go buy a, a, a brand new car and it's like dude like you, you just bought it you just made twenty four thousand. you just bought a twenty thousand dollar car cash but you're only walking away with 50 percent. you just lost money man like, what yeah, you, you yeah. know, like where's your mindset yeah. at they don't yeah. understand they don't get it because nobody's telling them how to get it for fighters for professional fighters the james kraus financial management team can help you <laughs> dude you you sound great man you definitely know what you're talking about bro clearly, clearly. So. It could be a future for you. Like, would you? Here's a couple of questions from some uh, viewers. Uh, one of which is, do you guys want a union? Do you want me to? I'm going to ask you a question. Do you want me to get fired? <laughs> I think he just <laughs> answered. <that laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you start you start talking about a union. Like, I'm not going to get into the debate because, like, obviously that's a super yeah. hot topic with the people sure. that signed my check. So, uh, I do think that I do think that they're they're. Uh, I'm gonna say this. They they used to uh, Phil, you probably weren't a part of this yet, but they used to do these things called the the UFC Summit. They would fly all the fighters out and they would talk about like financials and they would talk about this and that. They were all bullshit. It was all it was all show off. Like if they did something like that on a real basis, not just trying to like, it was all horseshit, man. They weren't giving any real information or anything like that. If they actually did that, they actually told us how to be financially smart. At least give you the information. Now, if you want to be a dumbass with it and go go buy a new car, go ahead. But like if they gave us the information. It just breaks my heart to see all these guys that have been fighting. They're losing brain cells. They've made hundreds of thousands of dollars, and they don't have anything to show for it. Literally, yeah. some of these guys have – I'm telling you, at the end of their career, they will have this much to show for it. Yo, and this what's much, funny, man, zero. Like, he's so right, and I know he, I know guys, top-tier guys, that six-figure fighters that live paycheck to paycheck because yeah. they their lifestyle – And I bet I know who you're talking about. I ain't putting my boy out there, but six-figure <laughs> oh, fighters – like that live paycheck to pay literally yeah. fight get paid all the money gone has to fight again it's gone it's crazy wow. luckily wow. for me like and then, wow. then but the thing is is when fighting is done when it's done then bro what? that's nothing then, what? then then that's the question nothing you ask. then it's then nothing what? bro for these guys nothing yeah luckily for me luckily, my you, heart, gotta, you gotta get yourself a a uh, white girl with a good credit score, man, and she'll take care of you. <laughs> my, 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 my wife, she's super, super smart. She's a doctor. Like she just, I get paid, I give it to her. She gives me what I could spend. You know what I mean? So, but oh, I you got it guys, made, bro. I, I feel so bad for him, man. Like it's, it's bad, bro. Like he's saying, yeah. it's, it's really, really bad.
It's really don't feel bad for him. He's got to make the decisions. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's how you spend one dollar is how you're gonna spend a million. You just got to make the right decision. And man, I'll tell you what's gonna happen. What happened to me is when I hit thirty, I had like a mental breakdown because I don't have a retirement plan. So that's when I started buying up all the real estate and shit. I was like, I gotta get a retirement plan. I don't. I don't even believe in a four hundred one k. I gotta get something though. You know, I gotta get something going, right? So like, I started buying rentals and. They do well, you know. It does. It does well, even in this busted ass economy right now. It's doing. They're doing great. I close on a flip. Uh, yes, there we go. Uh, Ross, Chris, is this your uh, Rose? Is Chris your guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the last fighter summit was a show off thing for WME. Whenever they made the merger, they brought mm -hmm. on all these big. They didn't help us with the shit. They basically gave us a, a, a an open bar and 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 tried to tell you you had to be at a certain place at a certain time. Okay. Man, if they really if they really took those things with value, uh, they could do some really cool stuff with it, man. And that's I, I do. You mentioned that, Joe. I do want to do yeah. something like that. I don't, I don't really care about the management side of it. Like I'm not right. like trying to like actively. I, I just want to help people, man. I want to help. I want to help people to where when they're giving up ten years of their brain cells, ten years of their blood, sweat, and tears, hmm. and they walk away from this, and they they can they have something to show for it. If I they think. Want. I think if you did too. And the problem with like fighters is, they they're one they're not gonna they're most of them are dumb as a box of rocks, and two is they're not listening to guys outside the fight game. You know what I mean? So if someone that's been in it and it's like, yo, look, this is what I did with my money. So when I'm not fighting anymore, I'll have money. Yeah, you can relate to someone. Take heed. You know, I yeah. rest in peace to. There's two human, my two favorite human beings on earth, Will Smith and Kobe Bryant. Right? These guys are my idols my whole life. I was looking forward to the fact that I was going to meet Kobe through the UFC and um, rest in peace to Kobe. But um, I remember sorry, uh, 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 they just had like an athlete retreat. James, I don't know mm -hmm. if you were there like last year. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So Gegard Mousasi, who I love. And this is, and what made me laugh is like Gegard is on the other spectrum of the fighters. Like he makes mm -hmm. good money fighting, mm -hmm. but to yeah. him, it's not enough. And he obviously manages his money well. Like, if you watch him, he does a lot of investment in real estate stuff. He said it was, I was fucking in tears because I know people that went to the uh, summit and um, they're like, man, it was so good, such good shit there. They're telling us, like, dudes that I know that are just dumb as a box it's of garbage. Gagar Musalsi is like, yeah, it was cool, man, until Kobe comes and he starts talking to us about investing millions of dollars. He goes, it's crazy, man. <laughs> like, and I'm. <laughs> I'm fucking laughing because it's like I don't know I don't know if Kobe knew, like they don't make the money that NBA players and NFL players make. So even yeah. if Gigo Bro, his was the like, worst one, dude. His, his was the worst one, man. It was That's the crazy. worst one. He started talking about. He told a story about how he made a bad investment and he lost like forty-seven million dollars on on a, a, a basketball team in Italy. And like I'm looking around like. Damn. Nobody in here is even going to see $47 million in your What are you talking about? Dude? Like, get the fuck out of Maybe here. Maybe Dana like, White. I can't even relate to you. And I love Kobe. Yeah. I love him. But I can't, I can't relate to no, $47 million, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like, I can't relate to that. <laughs> no. That's so true, man. It's, hey, James, can you, uh, can you log out, log back in real quick? You, you got a little choppy all of a sudden. I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah. Thanks, yeah, bro. I saw it. I don't know if it was me or somebody. Or I, I just started seeing it. He'll he'll pop back in, but yeah, that's I, crazy. I, you know, dude, was, I was in I was in tears, man, because I like Gegard. and yeah. like I said, I knew guys at the at work that were there, and they and I know the money they make. It's like you know what I mean, comedy. 
So, and they're like, yeah, man, we learned so much about investing our money. And Gay Guard's like, yeah, man, they were talking about investing five and three million dollars. Like, it, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, somebody should have talked to Colby and been like, hey, uh, you know, they make your per diem. Like, the <laughs> yeah. good fighters make your per diem. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk different kind of numbers here. Hold on, let me get James back up. What's up? There we go. Oh, yeah. We got James Krause in HD now. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Hey, check this I'm out. Ready. I got uh, Alana, one of our uh, woman viewers, had a question for you. Why is it that all fighters are so pretty in the face, but why fuck around with that? <laughs> why do you guys fuck I around with fighting? <laughs> I think you just seeing the ones that you think are pretty because there's some ugly-ass dudes in this sport, for sure. Word. <laughs> what, you got a club? Oh, no, it's my garage. I'm going to show you. You got a... Oh, let me see what you got going on. Phil's get Phil's at a rave right now. <laughs> oh. Oh shit. Hell yeah, this man. My garage, man. He's at oh, that's... Philly Fresh. There's that Audi. Yes, Let's I, go. I, yeah, I, I chill, man. I, I'm usually out here at nighttime. I got my tiki torches and I just chill. That's what's up. See, that's that Florida living right there. Mr. <laughs> Mr. James Krause. That's how we do it down here in Florida. A lot of tiki yeah, torches. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I go out here, I'm going to get eaten up. The mosquitoes. mosquitoes will kill you, though. Yeah. But I got it treated really good, so my house will be good for like two weeks, and then they'll come back out. You you have a house there, Phil? Yeah, yeah. Um, We got this house a year ago. Um, Congrats. And uh, Yeah, I'm loving it, man. Like I said, man, my, my wife, she – uh. She she keeps me locked in, man. She uh she's on top of the game, you know. So super, literally, probably the smartest human being I met in my entire life, and especially like uh, book smart. You know, her her ability to process information and, and troubleshoot is retarded. So like in a good way. I, I'm sorry, I'm from New York. I speak backwards, but so she helps me out, man, and um, you know, just keeps me financially afloat. If I make money, I give it to her. She tells me what to do with it, you know. Smart, man. That, that that is smart. Sometimes it's smart when you know when not to do something and have your wife do it for you. You know that's sometimes yeah. smarter than trying to do it yourself. You know, but Check I can, out. I can never go broke. You know because all I like is shoes. You know and like a nice car. So it's like if I have a nice car and shoes, everything else is like everything's whatever. good. Simple thing yeah, sometimes, bro. Hey, wait though. Wait till you start making that UFC money, bro. It'll you'll you'll you'll, you'll, you'll start spending more. We'll, we'll see, see, man. <laughs> we'll hey, Kraus. We'll I, I know a lot of UFC guys, man. I live how they – they. I live better than a lot of dudes already, you know? So we'll see, man. I bet. I'm kinda, I bet. Kinda Yo, Kraus, what you got going on in that backyard? Let's take a look. Uh, let me see. Let me, let me flip it. How do I uh... – oh, oh, yeah, Kraus. That's your backyard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's peaceful right there, bro. Straight to the lake. That's yep. cool, man. That that's peace right there, yep. man. Now I know where to go hang out when I'm in your neck of the woods, bro. That's dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, like, like, Come through, right, bro. Like, Come okay. through. In, in Florida, yeah. you're a boss, man. If your if your house is right there, you're a boss. Like yeah, for, for real. sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're talking oh, easily. Oh yeah. Easily eight hundred thousand and up, like low number eight hundred. Oh yeah, man. Yep. For sure. Yeah. For sure, bro. Well, yeah, you got on that. The, on the you've been on the lake here, you see similar numbers. On the lake there, what, yeah. what are the numbers? You see similar numbers on the on you see similar numbers on the lake here. Gotcha. I thought eight hundred was I thought that was low though. No, that's like, about right. I, 
Is it? No, that's so that's the low. A... That's the low end. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say my aunt. Yeah. My aunt has a house out there. Hers is not eight hundred. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive, bro. Hey, Florida's yeah, got yeah. way more expensive now with a lot more people moving down here and everything. Yeah. Because I'm about you're uh you're around Orlando, right, Phil? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm. I, I think I live in Orlando, but they say it's not. They say I'm five minutes from Orlando, but I'm in like Winter Garden, a Coe <laughs> area. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're like two. We're like two hours apart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little more south than you, but yeah, it's uh Florida's like that, man. I'm gonna bring Chris back up. I He's an Orlando guys, guy. Uh, I think you guys will get that next UFC. Yeah, I, I think know. you guys will get that next UFC. 100% I do. I hope great. so. That's what's happening. That'd be great. Well, I'm going to come in here, guys. I'm going to do five questions, all right? The name game. I'm going to ask you and... I feel like, uh, was it, Tam is it Tampa? Is that what I'm hearing? Like yeah, Tampa, Tampa right? or Orlando? Yeah. What, what What's annoying is, like, I'm I'm supposed to be fighting, you know? So, we'll... It's... I'm fucking... Yeah. What card What card were you on? I Dude, how many were I, was I on? But I'm originally locked in... UFC Portland, April 11th, I was on. Who, who so, are you fighting? Cole Williams. He fought, uh, uh, he fought, damn, the Brazilian dude, Hannibal. He fought Hannibal. Yep. And yep. Uh, that's his only fight in UFC. Somebody just said something about Singapore real estate, dog. Yeah, check it out, bro. Space. Wait, hold Get up. Let me there, pull it bro. up. You got to move, dog. 2,300 a month for 600 square feet. Bro, you gotta move, pay bro. me 1,000 a month. You can move into my 1-1, one -one, dog. Shout out to Troy Worthen. What's up, Troy? He's an absolute monster killing in one FC. He uh he started. Oh, that's why he's in Singapore then. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's tripping though. But um I he went out there and he's killing it. But damn, dude, that's nuts. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. That's 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 crazy, man. That's yeah, crazy. That's 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 Manhattan money right there, bro. No thank you. Fuck that. <laughs> you can get you can get a brand new 4,000 square foot property, three car garage, brand new, never lived in before for 350 here. What? That's nuts. That's nuts. You're not getting that here, especially in South that's, Florida. No, 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 no. That's nuts. Yep. Wow. 350. So, Chris, uh, you're Ooh. back in. You got. You want to throw some names up at Philly Fresh? I do. So you got to tell, tell them what's up. This is the name game, Phil. All I'm right. Gonna say five names. And you just give a one-word description for each person. Okay. Phil, ready? Yeah. Go. Number one, GSP. I can't hear him. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. GSP. George St. Pierre. Legend. Platinum Mike Perry. Savage. Two in weeks in a row, Savage. Savage, that's two weeks. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. The boss, Dana White. Genius. John Bones Jones. That's a good one. Potential. Potential. All right, the last one. The last style bender, Israel Adesanya. Thorough. Thorough. Thank <laughs> you, Phil, for playing the name game. Name game. That's two weeks in a row. Somebody said Mike Perry's savage. Savage. Last week it was uh, is it Doctor Bo? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. I think I think it. I know I think I know Mike Perry on a different level than than ninety nine percent of people out there. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Every time I've gone down to Fusion in uh, Orlando, Coey, you guys are always there. Yeah. Yeah. What? Hey, Phil. What do you think? What UFC is doing? You know, last week, you know, Kraus, you were on. We were talking about it. We were like, you know, how do you think Dana White's been doing with UFC with this whole quarantine thing? We were all amped up. We thought we were going to see two forty nine. Obviously, it got shot down. Um, you know, what have you guys heard anything on the inside about is anything going to be happening? Are we going to see another UFC event soon? What's up? Uh, oh. my, my, my manager hit me up two days ago and hmm. told me I was fighting very soon. Very, very soon, as in three and a half weeks soon. Um, May 9th. So I looked, and then I'm seeing rumors here, rumors here. I looked at the fight card. I don't see my name on it. I hit him up. He said... Phil, um, working on it, but you're fighting in three and a half weeks. So, um, we I'm got seeing some... the 9th and the 16th. Exactly. Wow. I like it. 9th and 16th. Okay, cool. Cool. Are you going to be on any of these cards, James? Hell no. I'm fat as shit right now. <laughs> uh, no, I will. I threw my name. I threw my name out when they were asking for uh, late replacements for 249 whenever it was still on. Yeah, uh, I threw my name out. Uh, I'm, dude, I'm always, I always train. I'm always on a fight. Y'all just, just don't tell me the opponent. Tell me the number. How much am I getting paid? Let's go. Right. That's what's up. I like it. All business. I love it. So, guys, I gotta, I gotta jump off here and put the little one to bed, though. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. Thanks, always James. A blast. Talk to Phil. My man. It was great, great talking to y'all, man. I appreciate y'all a ton. Pleasure, bro. Anytime, James. Talk to you soon, brother. Thanks. Later, guys. Thank you. Later, bro. Philly, so uh, any anything else you want to get off your chest? Any shout-outs to sponsors or, or anybody? Anything. Um, your hat? Tell, no, us man, also, no. tell us where you can get them hats, man. Um, I should have put my IG handle right there. I didn't realize that. But, it's okay. yeah, man, uh, Philly Fresh, UFC, if you hit me up, uh, I'll get you a hat. Or you can go on my website, phillyfreshmma.com. And they're the dopest hats around. And you see, check the Philly Fresh. I like, I like that, it. dude. Matter of fact, hey, I can, did I, I get I this right for you, bro? Is that again? it? Is that right? Yeah, that's it right there. But let me show you I guys. You know, this, this, this is a couple colorways right here. But they're they're not just. I'm not wow. just saying them. These hats are absolutely dope. This yeah. is for the ladies. We got the pink suede. You know, the camo. I like the camo. That's hot. Yeah. You know, with the red stitching. That's what's know. up. Yeah, with the red, dog. That's not bad either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my man. Rest in peace to my man Kobe. I did this one for him. You know, one of my favorite yeah. human beings ever lived. Oh, nice, dude. Really nice. Yeah, man. But no, I'm I'm uh Fourth of July is coming, so we had to. Hey, that's my birthday. For America. Yeah. That's Hell your birthday. Yeah. I'm gonna send you this one. I'm gonna send you this one. Oh, you're the man, bro. Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna send you the USA one, man. The oh, your that's my birthday. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome good. stuff, man. Hey, Phil, before I let you go, I wanted to pull something up for you. I wanted to throw it back for you, bro, because you're, you're, on, my, you're on my podcast here, our podcast here, and I, I wanted to uh, share this with you. I thought you'd like this because I liked it when I saw it. Let me pull it up for you right now. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Get it. Dude, check this, fin check this finish out, dog. Wop, wop. Wow. Boom. Here it comes. Right. Oh, the knee. I saw some Muay Thai in there. That was a nice one. And, yo, this dude, though, he was really tough. Like, the first right hand I hit him with, I knew he was out of there. Like, he, 
feet. He just stayed on his feet though for like the next thirty seconds, but which was bad for him. Yeah, but he was done already. He's a tough kid though. Yeah, tough head. Good fight. Yeah, look at that, dude. Yeah, I won't want to get hit with that. I like these fan cam videos of the fights. I dig those, man. Put some music on. Oh, I dig sick, it, man. That was awesome. I love them. That was yeah, awesome. a little. Yeah. Di- you get a different look. You know, I always like yeah. to see a different look, man. So, Phil, I'm hoping hey, man, it's to I, you, bro. I appreciate you boys having me on here, man. Yeah. Too. Me too, man. Again. This was nice, bro. Uh, I want to wish you the best of luck. Uh, I want to see you, and I hope to see you very soon on, in the UFC fighting, man. And, again, man, you're, you're a class act. I was happy to have you on the podcast tonight. And stay strong through this quarantine. Keep training, bro. And I, I know we'll talk soon. And, again, best of luck to you, bro. Appreciate Thanks, you, you got it, man. Chris, I appreciate you, man. Always holding Fusion down. Anytime. us. Dude, awesome guy, man. Amazing dude from Florida MMA. MMA Uncensored, my man, Chris. I appreciate you. you, bro. I'd like to give a shout-out to, to Combat Night MMA, too. Word. Word up. You know That's who you are, up. Mitch. All right, man. I'll see you, boys. Take care, Phil. Thanks, Thank brother. Thank you. Later. That was a good, that was a yeah. good lineup right there. I, I got to tell you, man. James Krause, bro. Oh, Class Man. actors always, always love talking to James. And then, of course, we got, uh, you know, Philly Fresh, bro. Philly Fresh is a good dude, man. Yeah. You know, I got to say, I really enjoyed talking to him. And uh, I, I, you know what was cool about uh, about Phil is that, uh, you know, his story, man. You know, it was just a guy that's been working hard. And he, got his, he got his time. He got his opportunity, you know. It just happened. So uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, I'm, I'm real stoked for this guy. And I'm looking forward to watching him on the big, you know, on the big show, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I've known him for a while now, and I love the guy. Great guy. Yep. Well, we got our next guest here. Oh. Uh, she just came in, and I got to tell you, I am personally super excited about having her on because, I, I you know, there are talented people in this world, and then there is, like, that next-level talent. Mm-hmm. This woman has it all. I mean, she That's is awesome. so talented – that I'm still learning things about her as I as I do my research on her, but I got to get it from her herself. So I want to bring her up here. Uh, Tess Kilhammer is here. Tess, how you doing? Hi. Hi, Tess. <laughs> how are you? I'm very good. Very good. Awesome. Let me ask you a question. First and foremost, how are you doing during this COVID-19 pandemic? Has life changed for you? What's going on? Well, yeah, I, uh, you know, all work has, has stopped, whether... Um, you know, it's it's industry work and and stunts or acting or even my, um, you know, I also teach a lot of fitness and, and mm-hmm. training. So also everything just stopped. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah. I- you know, Orange County uh, is not on as much of a lockdown as L.A. County. So right. it's a bit better. Like I can I'll still just go to the beach and, you know, you know, practice. But, you know, L.A. County is really strict right now. That's what now they because I you know we're down here in Florida and right now it's like when you're in public you must wear a mask or you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Is it like that by you? No, I mean I can. Okay. Orange County, I'll just, I can go in a grocery store without a mask and it's, it's okay. fine. But for LA County, I believe you can get fined without a mask if you don't have your mask on. This is nuts. <laughs> this is yeah. crazy. Do you personally know anybody that's like had this pan? You know, had this coronavirus or? Yeah, they. Um, they all just recovered. They said it was just like a normal flu. And okay. They took a lot of supplements. You know, they took their zinc. They took their C. They took, a, you know, a lot of vitamin D, and they all got better. So that's what's up. That's what I gotta do tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna go restock the vitamin D and C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got we got enough D here in Florida. It's been uh, there's vitamin D everywhere here. So, 
but uh, yeah, it's been crazy. But uh, I'm glad you're doing okay. Um, you know, you're you're like to me. I mean, I, you're a superstar. I mean, you you're a, I didn't know this. You were a weapons expert as well. Yes. <laughs> All right, I got to I got to know. All right, so weapons expert, lead uh cast on Call of Duty Black Ops, which I I love Call of Duty by the way. Um yes. And uh also a uh, black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu-Jitsu world champion. I mean, the accolades just go on and on. You're like uh just a super interesting person to talk to, but like what age did you realize that hey, I wanna I wanna learn how to fight? Was it uh, somebody got you into it, or something you just knew you wanted to do? Well, I had four older brothers that I grew up with, um, and we were always fighting. You know, our parents came home late from <laughs> from work, so we were always fighting. You know how that can be. And I was the youngest, and um, you know, we have a little tournaments set up in the, in the living room, <laughs> but um, I actually was a very hyper kid, and I my first martial art was. Taekwondo and I got kicked out of it. And they, told, they told my mom to never bring me back, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, but then also my mom, you know, had a dance school. So I, I did grow up doing back and forth martial arts and dance. And um, I feel that actually was really beneficial to be mm-hmm. It wasn't until uh, I moved, I moved from kind of, I was out in the Bay Area. It wasn't until I moved from out in the Bay Area to Hollywood, and then I really just all the stunt work just just fell in my lap because of you know I, at that point I was already like a weapon expert and you know you know Activision and other motion capture studios just you know they they love that you know weapon all the weapons they like all the you know the, the more flashy style. But yeah. now it's interesting how they since MMA is so huge over the years I've been at Activision they're wanting to incorporate so much more MMA and realistic choreography in. So that's, um, they're actually, you know, asking me a lot, you know, for choreography tips and and certain aspects in the Mm -hmm. game. So that's exciting to, you know, use my, my knowledge. Yeah. The realistic aspect of martial arts, you know, of course, of course, like there's still, it's still always fun to add in like unrealistic stuff as well, because it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's movies, but so to, to have that balance now both, yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of your work, you know. Um, now, how did you like? How did this all like happen for you? You know, you're growing up, you got older brothers, you know, you're you're learning how to fight. Um, you know, how how did all of this opportunity, you know, on the Hollywood side uh, and, and things like that, how did that come about for you? Uh, the first gig I got, I was I was training at like in like a gymnastics type mm-hmm. of place. Training on my own, um, and the Lushi style I was doing with, with the weapons because it's very acrobatic, and you don't want to practice a lot of it actually on concrete. It's not mm-hmm. good for you, especially there's a lot of, you know, practicing my falls and everything else. And um, and then, you know, a friend of a stunt coordinator said, "Hey, you know, uh, you're the perfect height for the stunt double." And I just, you know, I got a call the next couple of days like they said, "Oh, well, you know, she just got in a motorcycle accident. Can you jump on set?" And I just jumped <laughs> on set. And, was uh for this pilot for this this film and and then i just you know nailed it pretty much and then that stunt coordinator was like hey you know meet me next week at uh at, um i forget what the very first motion capture studio was but it's interesting because my very first motion capture game was uh one of the ufc games oh no kidding what did you do in there it's just like you were doing like moves and stuff like that like they put those little what are those little 
balls on you and stuff like all yeah, over. Is it? Of course, balls everywhere. Balls. That's cool. Yeah. So they they got you like in this studio with the green screen and everything, and you're doing all your moves and stuff um, like that. For that, it's more. It looks like um in Tron, you know, like where there's the grid, and then mm -hmm. there's there's special lights everywhere that pick pick up the motion, and then um, pretty much when you get there, the animators will be there. Mm -hmm. As well, so that that would be Freyarch, you know, and they they are like, okay, well, the, this is the concept, this is what we're trying to create, and they they have like a, a rough draft, and so we get to see like way so many months before what you guys get, and um, and then it's a you know a small handful of people that get to, to make this magic happen, and it's wow. and it's like a small handful of martial artists like specializing in different sets of skills mm -hmm. that like it's just, it's just such a blessing, and you know we act like a bunch of little kids. As well. I like, would too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. So, like, um, so did they, did, did they use any of the real fighters in the video games or, or no? Um, not too much. There's some fighters there. Cause they get like, like, if you play like the UFC game, like Conor McGregor's walk or like certain styles of these guys or girls that fight, it's almost like identical to the point where I feel like that they, put balls all over them too one day or something like like how the hell did they get it so perfect uh sometimes they'll, they'll bring you know the people in for the most part there's a lot of people act, you know a good actor will be able to pick up some of the moves but yeah they'll also bring in you know the superstars as well that's pretty cool uh, but for, for the most part for like the stunts um they're gonna be more interested in someone who you know a, a great fighter is great but if they don't know how to do a proper stunt and that's really dangerous gotcha so, gotcha yeah. so how did you get involved how did you get involved with with doing stunts did somebody say hey you want to try this out or you were like hey this this looks pretty cool i'm gonna do it um pretty much the story i told you of how i yeah. was i was doing on my own but mm -hmm. it's, it's been non-stop of me refining my own skills in in what i do but mm -hmm. i feel when i really started my, my jiu-jitsu and mma training is when it actually opened even more doors in hollywood for um for uh for for work because they're looking mm -hmm. for that like realistic you know someone who can who can you know perform like realistic moves as well like right. because in a lot of films the the other stuff's just not selling to the audience anymore it's, people have been so exposed to like what real fighting is they right. kind of want to, to have people that can do the real thing too so that's so true <laughs> and like uh the, the video game aspect too i i think is really cool i when i saw that you were in call of duty i was like oh it's cool. I, I haven't played video games as much but I know the Call of Duty series, and I long time ago played it, and uh, it was just cool to see that you you did that, you know. And uh, I don't know, I just uh, I just found that super interesting. Like, how like is it similar to like the video games with like UFC, or because it's like more of a combat, like shooting and all that? There's there's more action to it. The Call of Duty games, when a new one launches, it takes so much work. 
I mean, really? we're working on it for at least a year. So you wow. got to think if there's if there's like just one little, <laughs> you know, character, you, you know, a basic walk forward, a basic walk to the back, a basic walk to the side, a basic walk to the side, just holding the gun one way. And then, you know, lower yourself medium range and then those basic motions and then lower mm -hmm. yourself even more back and forth. Now do the same thing with the gun tilted. So you got to think about all the variations possible. And right. then so all of that has to be has to be covered, you know, mm -hmm. um, especially I remember on on Black Ops 4, it was like a week of all the options of falling. <laughs> so it's just like we were so beat up, like <laughs> every option of falling out of, out of any little circumstance, all that had to be covered as well. And it was just like. What were you falling out of? <laughs> had like the massage guns on set. <laughs> <laughs> what was like the highest drop you had to do with that? Um, it. You know what's interesting when you, when you when you have to jump off something. It, at first, when they when they set it up and you're mm. looking up at it and you're like, oh, that's not that bad. Like, let's say it's just two two body lengths of you, but then when yeah. you're standing up there, then there's the additional length of your feet to your head, and then you're looking up. <laughs> Uh oh yeah there's been a couple times where i've um i was like sure yeah i'll do that you know like like i have a choice i can't say no and i've been up there and i was like um i don't i don't want to jump off this <laughs> but i had to like not for me not for me <laughs> so but they, i would say for activision they definitely use me for for a lot of weapons i said most of the weapons, especially in the current games, has been um, me doing the weapons. <laughs> that is so cool. You know, what's cool about you is that, uh, and, and this is a compliment, I say this with all respect, but you're so beautiful and, you know, you don't expect you to be, you know, you know, they say don't judge book by its cover, but, you know, we can't help ourselves sometimes. You know, see, this very attractive girl, she's a, wait, what? A weapons expert? She's been in video games. She's a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. She's a world champion. I mean, it's so cool. You know, it's so interesting. So like, you know, getting to like, um, you know, the, uh, you know, you're a jujitsu world champion. I'm very interested in hearing about this. So how, how did you become a jujitsu world champion? You know, um, well, my jujitsu was an interesting story. Um, actually most of my fans don't even know about this. I'm waiting I'm waiting until the right time to kind of tell people my story until I get to exactly where it is. I want to be just to give, you know, a little bit of story inspiration, but mm -hmm. you know, even, even the great things that, you know, I was able to work on in Hollywood, pe people have like an unrealistic idea of, uh, of that. They think, okay, if, if you're working on something that you're just totally, you know, financial secu financially secure, it's, right. it's, um, it's just like any other job. So, um, long story short, I, I mean, I had, I left Hollywood to, to Orange County and it was kind of fate. So kind of God, I feel in a way put me in what at the time seemed just like a horrible situation. I was so broke and, and such a down time in my life. It was right behind this and I didn't have like anywhere to go. And I was like, I'm not moving back home to the Bay area. I'm, I'm not stopping on my, my dreams and my aspirations. I'm just not quitting now. And, cool. uh, and so the people on the gym, they're like, well, there's a trailer behind the gym. And it was just totally run down thing. I had to get rid of everything I owned. And, um, you know, I stayed in this this trailer that was in this, you know, ghetto parking lot in Santa Ana. And, um, you know, the thing didn't even have like running water. I, you know, wow. always had to use the gym. And 
And it's interesting because even at that time in my life, I'd get emails from people like, oh, I'd love to do what you do if like, <laughs> if I would like had money like you. It's like, people have no idea, you know? And know. me being in that situation, all I could do all day was train. So it, all the time I, I was training, you know, this gym was huge. One area was it had like a massive area for like people who do all the weapons. Which was, okay. You know, uh, but those types of weapons. And then on the jujitsu side, um, that's where I came across my jujitsu instructor. You know, it was always like test, try jujitsu, test, try jujitsu. I think you're, I think you'll be good. And I was like, I didn't know what they were doing over there. And and uh, and then I, I finally stepped on the mats, and that's that's how it all, be, my jujitsu and MMA training. Uh, began because I didn't give up. I didn't move back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, none, none of this in jujitsu would have would have started. And uh, so yeah, and then 10, 10 years later, I'm a black belt. But um, I kind of went off on a tangent of your question. I don't even <laughs> no, it's all good. I, I, I question. That was very good. <laughs> but but oh yeah oh yeah the world champion. So um, I after. I was, you know, so I was, I was living there and I was, I was training and, um, I was training a lot, I, I, long story short to the, the, the turn, the jiu-jitsu tournament. Um, <laughs> the person I was dating was always like, like, don't do jiu-jitsu. It's not your thing. And I was like, so pissed. And I was like, you're enrolled in, <laughs> um, <laughs> you're enrolled in, no- you're enrolled in Nogi world too. And then like, <laughs> I didn't even end up winning. <laughs> so, <laughs> It was kind of like I had no idea, but it was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> that yeah, <laughs> that, that is pretty awesome. And now you got this amazing credential, uh, you know, in your in your chamber of bullets, you know. So I think that's that's really cool, you know. Wow, so amazing. And uh, I like the I like your uh, your story. I mean, you know, I didn't know this about you. Obviously, it's the first time we're talking, but. You know, to know that you've been through struggles in your life and, you know, you've continued to forge forward through these struggles to get where you want to be. That is like, you know, that that beats any accolade that you could ever have, because without that mental strength, you're, you're not you're not going anywhere. You know, so, uh, you know, hats off to you. I think that's pretty amazing stuff. Thank you. Yeah, there was a lot of reasons to, to stop. I mean, after Nogi Worlds, I. um I talked about some of my YouTube channel. I also had like this, um, I had, a, I found out, I was like, why, why did my training slow down? I didn't know why. And then I had found out I had this, this tumor and I almost died. And then, what? The others, and I, yes, six. And then like six weeks after like this massive 12 hour surgery, I, um, I was back on the mats, like, you know, so it was just like, I just never stopped. Oh. And in fact, like, I didn't even tell in, in I didn't tell any of the stunt coordinators in Hollywood like about my surgery because I was like, you know, if they found out something like that, I'd be like, oh, well, let's not bring in Tess for a while because she's, yeah. she's injured. But, um, but I just kept on the DL. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so there was so many, there was so many things I, I could have stopped me uh, from from moving forward. But just you know, kept going. Wow. No, that's incredible. I mean, to, to have a tumor and, and all this stuff going on and you're just keeping it inside and wow, you're strong. That's really, it's pretty amazing stuff right there. There's a, there's a big delay in the connection just so you know. I noticed. Yeah. I'm just starting to notice that now. Uh, you on Wi-Fi? 
Are you on uh, Wi-Fi? Yeah, I, I am. Okay, uh, let's, uh, you know what, just uh, disconnect and then uh, hop back in. You want me to, uh, I can check my Wi-Fi connection, you want me to check it and then come back in? Uh, you could, yeah, log out and log back in. That's fine. There we go. These things happen sometimes. Folks, you know, when we're when we're on a live show, anything could happen. You know what I mean? And uh, we are battling technology daily. So that's okay. These things happen. We're going to bring it right back up, and we're going to continue the show here. But, uh, yeah, Emilio Chavez, what's up? She's a champ. That's right. Adversity, man. Uh, I got to tell you, that's like, I don't know, like to have a tumor and and – knowing that like you got all these things lined up that you want to do and you're not going to let anything stop you even a tumor i mean this girl's a beast man she's a beast and uh, i love it i love stories like that that's why i love stories i love a fighter's story because there's always you know fighters fighters are fighters you know no matter what it's not just what you do in the cage it's not just what you do in the gym it's the sacrifice that everybody makes the time away from their family the time to train here we go. We're going to get kill, test kill. Here we go, test. How are we doing? I think we're doing a little better than before. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll, we'll get through it. <laughs> 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 so, like, all right. So, with, um, with everything going on now, you know, we obviously know that you're a fighter. You got amazing will. And uh, a definitely a strong mind. So this might, this whole quarantine thing might not be that big of a deal to you. You're going to get through this too. I don't think the quarantine's a big deal if it if it um, if it's if it's only going to last till the end of the month. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I think I'm more concerned about. If this, a lot of people live check to check, so it, it's already, you know, been devastating on people with small businesses or, you know, any anyone who's just, you know, just living basic jobs, you know, because mm -hmm. out in California, you know, we have the rent problem. As far as the virus, like I said, everyone I know has has just gotten better from it with proper oh, sanitation. So, you know, who knows? Maybe it's because there's a couple different strains out there. I don't, I don't know, but I, I am very anxious to get back into training. It, I'm a little, I'm not with my team and, you know, I would do jujitsu every single day and I just, it was just like the highlight of my day, mm -hmm. to, you know, go do that. And it's interesting because <laughs> there's all these people who, who train full contractual arts and, and they have all this like built up energy now that it's like. If someone just pokes them wrong in the street, they'll probably just explode. That's what I'm going to say. A lot of people are going to get their ass kicked in public. Um, I mean, it's a, there's a lot of fighters right now that want to swing. It's crazy. So, like, yeah, uh, no, I hopefully things open up soon. You know, this, you know, I especially grappling arch are the most full contact there is. So, let's yeah. <laughs> see how long it takes to get back. I see you got some weapons behind you there. Or it'd be like, be like I a... huh? I said I see some weapons behind you no, over there. Oh yeah, some... I have um, a lot of my swords, a lot of my swords over there, and then I um, 
I, I practice them outside usually. I can't practice them here because they hit the ceiling for some of them. And uh, there's actually like way more that I need. <laughs> but I've done a lot of firearms like that too. Like I, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you remember that show, Deadliest Warrior. Um, I was the KGB agent, and I had um, a rifle, and I was shooting up everyone. <laughs> yes, I saw that. That, <laughs> was, that was bad that was ass. Funny, but... <laughs> I yeah, I saw your YouTube. I'm like, holy shit! This girl does everything. It's crazy. It's so cool. So cool. You know, when I started my YouTube, people were making fun of me, like. I'm like, why are you starting a YouTube? You know, like, a, like it wasn't gonna be anything. <laughs> yeah, you got like fifty thousand subscribers on there. I mean, you're doing great. I mean, with that kind of talent, you have to showcase it. I mean, there's there's no question about it. I. Yeah, I feel like for YouTube, you know, it's not a big. You don't really need money for it anymore. The ads, the ad um, restrictions are just out of control. So I usually don't even monetize anything anymore. But I think anyone who's in a physical performing thing, whether they're a fighter, whether they're a stunt person, whether they're an actress, whatever mm -hmm. it is, I mean, to have a YouTube channel is kind of like part of your portfolio, you know? And then so it's true. just, I feel like a lot of people need to get themselves out there more. A lot of my friends I train with that are, you know, professional fighters, I'm just mm -hmm. like, you haven't exposed yourself enough on so many social media platforms. And, and uh, so I just, People need to do it more. We need to get themselves out there more. Oh, 100%. I agree with you there. Like, you know, it's um, it's crazy, but true. Like, you actually made perfect sense when you said that. Like, it's your resume. Like, hey, if you want to get jobs and you're, you know, in the entertainment field, you're a fighter, athlete, whatever the case may be, yeah, you need to showcase yourself and showcase your talent, your skills. And, you know, like I, when I started my podcast, I've had so many different opportunities come from it. Not because I was looking for it, it was just doing the podcast, but people reach out and they're like, hey, you know, I like you for this, I like you for that. That's how I got this show with MMA Uncensored. So, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. you don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, if you're doing what you love to do and you're having a good time and, you know, you know how to do business, uh, you, you can go very far. And obviously, you know, you're, you, you're proof of that. So, somebody did say, yeah. let's see the swords. Can you show some swords off? I didn't hear the question. Oh, uh, Emilio Chavez popped up and said, let's see those swords. Can you show off some of your swords that you have? Um, well, they're, they're all there. I mean, if you want to see my swords, just go to my YouTube channel. Ah, that's right. <laughs> I love it. That's a, great, that's a great plug right there. Go to her YouTube channel. <laughs> see? See yeah. her name, type her name in YouTube. You can see okay. it all. I keep all my social media. Yeah, and I keep all my social media, uh, just my name. But it's interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw the one video where I have the demon horns. I was actually a demon boss. That was I a, saw that. a Mon yes. Mars music video. And I was, I was fighting Josh Barnett. <laughs> Josh yeah. Barnett was the Viking bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Oh, shit. So, I didn't... Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Josh Barnett got me that gig because, you know, they were looking for a, a girl that can do chain whip. And there's not like, it's like, people are like, who can do chain whip? I'm like, well, I know someone that can do chain whip. Like, <laughs> so, uh, so he's like, I think this girl gonna kill him or does chain whip. But so that's how I got that. So that was my music video battle of uh, Josh Barnett. But I, in that, that's I used cool. the, uh, the, 
The weapon's called the Guan Dao. It's, okay. um, oh, you can't see it from this angle, but um, the weapon I use, see my YouTube channel, if anyone wants to go see it. That's what I fight um, Josh Burnett with. And... Yeah, I saw that video. That was uh, badass. There was a couple of other ones I saw of you, like, uh, uh, fighting some Asian dude. I don't know if it's like a video game or something like that. Um, you have like this uh, green, like, uh, one piece on. Um, it was a badass. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, uh, being Cammy from Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the stuff, like, uh, yes, some of the yes. Stuff, like, it was just super ridiculous and just it be silly. Like, you know, like, some people were like in the comments are like, hey, I can tell that's not a fight. And it's like, yeah, no doubt. Like, like, <laughs> well, choreography. So that's why I have like, um, I have categories. One of the categories are just me vlogging and talking. The categories are tutorials. Some of the cat, another category is going to be like the silly fight scenes that I'm, you know, up with friends and we're kind of, you know, Street Fighter characters or something. And then there's another category of like my, my real training, you know, that I, you know, would re come in with my little camera and record <laughs> me rolling with people. <laughs> That's fucking cool and as I'd, shit. You know, and make training compilations. So. I keep it a balance of like the real stuff in there too. So that's amazing. Yeah, I saw you got uh, everything's kind of separated, nice categorized in there. I saw your tutorials. Uh, you know, obviously, um, you got some tutorials about different moves and submissions. The weapon stuff is really cool. You know, I like that. So for any of our viewers out there, check out Tess on uh, on YouTube because she's got some. I mean, just amazing videos. I mean, she's like ultra talented. Uh, you got to check her out. She's awesome. Um, and then I wanted to bring Chris back up because Chris has something for you, I believe. Chris. Hey, guys. Oh, wait. He's going to get Look, he got that nasty Nate Diaz picture in the background there. Yeah. Nate what do you got? Diaz. We got a shirt, and the winner is Tess. Tess wins. We'll send that to you. That's for you. Okay. Nice. We like Aww, to give a gift. You. We like to give a gift away. Usually we give it to a caller or someone that comments, but I think that you deserve the gift this week. Just uh, send us your, I'll, I'll, I'll DM you on Instagram. I'll get your address and I'll send it out tomorrow. Very nice. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. Chris, you're always, you're always doing giveaways, brother. That's, that's really nice of you, my friend. I'm having problems with my hair, though. It's everybody's having problems with their hair. It's this quarantine, man. The barbers oh, okay. are closed. I'm going to shave my head. <laughs> I can't even go get my hair cut. <laughs> I can't get my hair cut right now. That's terrible. It's it sad. is so terrible. <laughs> Tess, uh, is, there any, um, is there any uh, sponsors uh, that you want to shout out? Is there anything coming up for you that you'd like to share? I'm actually, I wrote my own screenplay, actually, and um, I want I want to try to get cast in it some fighters as some of the, some of the other roles. So, um, you know, because it's, it's, it's just an awesome idea. So I took years to work on this concept, and so I'm working with mm -hmm. um, an agency on, on getting it out there. Like, what a better way to make it than... Um, just do it all by yourself. <laughs> hey, Stallone did it. There, there's always, uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm working at, 
Um, well, I mean, it's finished. I'm just, you know, talking to people. For, I'm, you know, there's one producer I'm talking to from Lionsgate that's interested in it. So I'm really making it happen. Um, but of course, there's always, you know, the next Call of Duty, like, um, at Activision. So mm -hmm. I'm excited to see what we're going to work on after this uh, lockdown. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, and then it's always ongoing because whenever there's online updates, like mm -hmm. whenever there's online updates in the video games, we have to come in and, you know, help out with the online updates, whatever it is. So, you could pull some leverage out on and be like, hey, you need me for this. <laughs> pay up, pay up. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, that's amazing about your movie. I'm excited about this. I'm yeah. really, I'm really uh, interested in this. If you need any help uh, getting in touch with any fighters, I'm sure myself and Chris could uh at least lead you in the right direction uh and maybe you know we get some fighters that are interested in being on the silver screen absolutely oh interested in the in the film yeah yeah or or act or uh and into stunt work into into your film oh into my film yeah absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, of course like, the bigger fighter the better the funding will be i, I made the I made the script to have a lot of fighting in it. So, um, and it's, uh, it's, it's such a good concept where you, if, if you, if you look at the, you know, all the, the Batman films and, and a lot of how they would write characters back then, every character had a lot of where there was a certain amount of sadness and, you know, some really hard things that someone went through to develop them. Are they going to be the villain or are mm -hmm. they going to be the good guy? And uh, so all the characters in the book, you know, each one of them could have their own separate movie later, later on. And that's that's how you are supposed to write these type of superhero films, you know, where everyone has a reason why they became who they became. So uh, all the characters all have their particular fighting styles as well. And I'm working on the, the sequel. Right? So I'm, I'm going to make it happen. It's, uh, I know you are. Happening. Like, people are already interested in it. <laughs> that's uh well hey every, everything that you've told me so far about who you are and everything that you've been through i do not doubt it for one second that you're not going to make this happen you definitely will make it happen thank you yes I, i'm gonna make it happen you know when i when i moved to hollywood you know it it, it, I, it didn't take me long to realize that um uh, people with integrity don't don't make it like super far <laughs> so i was like <laughs> i'm gonna make my own film you know i just i'm yeah. just gonna go past everyone else and just boom and people are like you're never going to be able to do that well i've already loved my screenplay with that half millions of dollars so it's going to happen it's going to happen tess first i uh, first of all i wish you all the best of luck and i want to thank you so much uh for taking the time out of your schedule to be on mma uncensored podcast joining myself and chris you are incredible and and this podcast does nothing for how amazing you are and everything that you're doing i'm just blessed to have you on and uh, again, anybody that's watching right now, uh, for the people that are live and also the people that are watching the replay, you must check out Tess on YouTube. She's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yes. Well, thank you so much um, you know, for, for having me on. I was just like really excited when you asked me to. And I love doing this type of stuff and just talking to people, you know normal just you know normal just normal conversation normal. yeah and, yeah <laughs>
Well, we'll definitely link up again. I mean, you're Absolutely. definitely a great guest. Maybe uh, we'll do. Uh, we'll have you on as a special guest co-host one of these days if you're cool with that. I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> want to look. Yeah, the connection. The connection's a little. It's a little rough right now. But I will tell you, uh, if you can hear me, uh, I'm inviting you to be a guest co-host in the future if you'd like to. Um, I think you asked me about something about the future. Like I, I just hearing this like a robot, like snippets of sound. Okay. We, we will connect after this episode that are, and uh, I'll, I'll tell you everything that uh, I'm trying to tell you right now, but thank you again, Tess very much for being on the podcast. Uh, you're the best. And I'm going to, I'm going to shout you out. Um, right after this episode. So we'll be right with you. Thank you, Tess. Seriously, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Chris. Hey. We're going to get with Tess in a second. Uh, we got some little technical difficulties there at the end, but we'll get with her. How awesome is this girl? That's good. Dude. Impressive, man. Dude, the accolades, the uh, the, I mean – Bro, I, I don't even know where to begin. And her story, yeah. forget about just being super talented. Yeah, this girl went through a lot. She was sick. She had a tumor. She was pretty much, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, she was on the balls of her ass, man. She didn't have yeah. any money, and she made it happen. And now she's, like, one of the greatest, most talented stunt people in Hollywood right now. She's incredible, man. Amazing story. You know, I, yeah. I, I got to do the research when we did some of the videos and the editing and the promos, so – yeah, super impressive. It was great to watch you and her uh, talk one-on-one, -on -one, brother. Great job tonight. Uh, thank you very much, man. It's my pleasure. I love when I talk to people like James Krause and yeah. when I talk to people, you know, like, you know, Phil Rowe and, and, and Tess Kilhamer, it, I, I geek out with that stuff, man, because yeah. these are people that never gave up on their dream and they are where they are for a reason. Right. And that's an inspiration to me. And I hope it's an inspiration to all the viewers, viewers that have watched. And we're going to continue to do shows like this. And I am super excited about the next episode. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Let's go, Let's champ. Go, champ. How many Shannon times Briggs. do you think? <laughs> okay, we need to do an over-under for next week. Just How many Let's up. Go Champs? Yeah, I'm going to say oh, if he's going to be, be on an hour, I'm going to say we're going to hear about 20. Yeah. Over-under. Yeah. I might do 10. I'm going to go oh, – we're going to hear over Let's Go Champs because oh, yeah. we're going to have people be uh, in the chat room saying Let's Go Champ. It's going to be crazy, man. Well, this is the Game Changer show. This is going to be episode four slash Game Changer. Shannon per, Briggs. Per the two-time WBO lineal heavyweight champion request. Tell him what he wants, Joe. Shannon Briggs is coming on the podcast April 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Shannon Briggs is recently signed with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. He has planned to fight in Miami uh, once everything is back to normal. Uh, and this quarantine is over with. There's going to be a pay-per-view in Miami for Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. And uh, right now he's issuing an open challenge to any heavyweight out there uh, that wants to challenge him to call in. And he's gonna he's pretty much gonna talk to anybody that wants to to call in and challenge him. So bare knuckle. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So next week, guys, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 
Shannon Cannon Briggs will be on the show live. Any heavyweight that wants to call in, we're going to put them on screen. You can comment. You can talk shit. Do whatever the fuck you want because he's going to bring the heat. Yeah, he's bringing the Any heat. heavyweight, it's... reach out to Joe. Reach out to MMA yeah. Uncensored. Um, it... We already got a couple guys lined up, some big names, right, Joe? Yeah, I talked to well, I, was, I talked to Shannon Briggs on the phone today, and mm -hmm. uh, you know he's a great. Shannon's a great guy. He's a businessman. He's very smart. He knows what sells. He knows how to sell a fight. But I will tell you, the man is ready to fight. He's super focused, and it's not going to be like a a friendly hey kind of show. How you doing? Yeah. It. He's going to bring it. Like Chris said, he's going to bring the heat. So if you're going to call in and challenge him or talk shit to him, you better bring it because he's he's serious. He's all business right now. Right. This is going to be a different type of podcast yeah. next week, guys. This is different. We're going to bring somebody on. We're going to get some people on that want to fight him. Everybody wants to knock each other out. Let's talk shit. Have fun. Episode four next week. Yep. This is And this is the time, Chris. You know, right. we're, we're in a, a very odd situation with this global pandemic going on. Yeah, Fighters can't fight. So, you know, it's time to talk shit. It's time to sell a fight. And when things get back to normal, everybody's going to be all revved up, ready to go to see this, Let, this shit go down. Let's hype some so. stuff up. Let's get some things cranking. Let's get yeah. some fights booked. Let's get ready, guys, because we're going to be out of this soon. Damn right. Chris, thank you so much, man. man. This was a blast tonight. Man, always And uh, MMA Uncensored Podcast, everybody. If you haven't already uh, and you're tuning in, do me a solid. Do us a solid here. At MMA Uncensored, double underscore, mm -hmm. on the IG. Check it out. We're approaching, what, 350,000 followers right now? We're creeping, man. I think we're getting 10,000 a week new. Amazing. Yeah, we got verified too, Joe. That's right. That's you got the blue check. check mark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like having a black card in the pocket, bro. That's a big you know deal. what I'm saying? That's it's like having deal. the old black card in the pocket. Hey, Joe, that's a big deal for single guys, huh? It goes a long way. <laughs> <laughs> it goes far. It's blue check marks. I see. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. about a blue check mark? What's I don't know. We'll have to do a show on blue check marks one day. <laughs> <laughs> and have some beers. Talk yeah, gotta Boston have some... and the Bronx, New York. Yeah. You know? Well, Yankee Red Sox rivalry. I'm Boston, down, bro. Boston, New York. Boston. New York. <laughs> you All right, brother. Hey, uh, also, guys, check yep. out a guy thing podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. That shit's hot, man. This is the man right here. Thank you. That's my uh, that's my other show. Thanks for bringing that up, Chris. That's uh, my variety show, a guy thing podcast. Anything goes on that one uh, as far as anything. We'll yeah. talk about everything from business owners to uh, doctors to psychics to anything it's just it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun we always get a a good a good, uh, a good reaction from that and then also shout out to game up with uh nick and nate diaz 10 percent off on products if you use the code mma uncensored yeah that's right gameupnutrition.com use the code mma uncensored 10 percent off i mean get some stuff load up they got great products shout out to nick and nate diaz nick diaz army for life that's what's up Chris, thank you again, man. MMA Uncensored Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Joe. You got it.